This program is paid for by Jacob Media Partners. All opinions or statements expressed on this program are solely those of Jacob Media or its guests and do not reflect the views of WPHT or Odyssey. Today's program is pre-recorded. There are so many choices when it comes to selecting the right financial institution. Start with the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. We're right here in your city. We're also the official credit union of Temple University, and anyone who lives, works, worships, and studies in Philadelphia can open an account with convenient locations throughout our city of brotherly love. Also online at pfcu.com with free online and mobile banking. We're not here for our profit, here for yours. Federally insured by NCUA. Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, WPHT, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. From the Cherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter. Always live on the free Odyssey app. This is Talk Radio 1210, WPHT. It's good news in real estate. If you're a homeowner, if you're selling a home, or perhaps purchasing a home or vacation property, welcome to our home. It's good news in real estate. Presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Your hosts for the next radio hour, the mortgage mom, Deanne Kitsaris, along with real estate veteran and owner-operator of the Philadelphia Real Estate Classes, Mark Cumberland. Your real estate education starts right now. It's good news in real estate, presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Good afternoon. Get ready to laugh and learn here on Good News in Real Estate, here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. I'm Mark Cumberland, along with my co-host, the mortgage mom. Deanne Katsiris, how are you, Deanne? Finally drying out, Mark. Finally drying out. Yeah, this weather's brutal. Horrible. And we're excited to be here every Saturday at 1 o'clock here on WPHT Talk Radio 1210. If you want to ask us a question about mortgages with Deanne, about residential, commercial, with any kind of real estate you need, give us a call. My number is 267-266-5501. I had a really interesting call this week. What's your number, Deanne? My number is 609-605-7153. Very good. And we're here just to keep you informed. We are the only game in town for real estate. The only real estate show in the fifth largest media market. I look at it like that. We're number one. <laughs> and you can listen to this show and, <laughs> and other shows. Exactly. <laughs> we're the only one. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we're number one. So you can listen to this show, past shows on our webpage, goodnewsandrealestate.com, and also at WPHT's website. Uh, so what are we talking about today? So, Mark, today we have our market report. We also have our business tips with Asking Dr. A. Continuing series. Mark's funny story. Got one for you. We have our mortgage mom topic. Which is what? Eight things you didn't know about USDA loans. Very good. (laughs) Mark, today we also have our guest. We have Joanna from Somerset Villages. She is the project manager, and she is here to give us an update on the project. I was over there the other day and I can't wait to tell you how it's going. I saw the video. You saw the video. We also have our questions. Yes. Should I sell my current property before buying a new one? The next question is, should I do a home inspection? Next question, should I do a final walkthrough? <laughs> Are these all from the same person? <laughs> no, okay. actually different. People. All right. The next one is, how does un- earnest money work? And yeah. the last question is, how many houses should I view before purchasing one? One. Two. One is good. Yeah, two. <laughs> and Mark, today our topic of the day is 20 home renovations that will hurt your home's value. Yes. Figured I brought that right now. All right. But first, give us your motivational quote. And a motivational quote is, the ache for a home lives in all of us. The safe place where we can go 
as we are and not be questioned. So philosophical. <laughs> I know. That one was like, when I read it, I don't know, it seemed different. <laughs> but the point, the point, the point of it is good. Because, you know, no matter what you do, you go away, you always like to come home. You know, I go up to Lake for like two, three days. I had it. I want to go, go home. <laughs> no, it's true. Home is, home is where the heart is. That's right. So where are we at? So, Mark, we are up to the market report. And there is the bell. So, you know, I had a lot of conversations with a lot of students and different people over the last two weeks about the whole inflation issue and the budget and everything else. But the housing markets is still in great shape, even though these rates are creeping. You know, the American habit shortage and the Federal Reserve's inflation battle look poised to push the benchmark 30 mortgage above seven, but we haven't hit that yet. But more than a decade of underbuilding, which Joe answered today, because we are way behind. Five million houses are, are we, we are behind with builders. And, and that's been squeezing the renters and potential home buyers. Analysts on Wall Street's biggest bank see the imbalance is complicating the Fed's effort to bring down inflation from a nearly 40-year high, which they should just reverse their course now because it's not working. It's just like turning off the spigot for the gas. It didn't work. Admit it. Make your, your, everybody makes mistakes. Just say, sorry, and move on. All right. We're not going to rant. We're going to keep going. <laughs> I know. No, I'll try. All right. So anyway, the, the, that aggressive high interest rate thing has cooled some of the U.S. Uh, market off, but the stock market's got that problem. The American markets were in a recession, and that makes borrowing costs for households and businesses climb. With the shelter representing 30%, 30% of consumer price index, Fed's inflation problem is arguably getting worse. And they're starting to rethink this thing. Even though the Fed didn't create the hottest shortage, it's rushed to increase the rates, has shocked bond yields, mortgage rates, and other things. You know, one morning less. Uh, and, but in Philly, like Joanne's going to talk about today, Last month, you know, they started building another thing out in West Philly, another 130 units. I think they're condos. Uh, so even with everything that's going on, real estate is fine. It's booming. The rates are a little higher, but that's what's your new catchphrase? Date the rate, marry the marry, marry the, the house. Home, marry the house. I mean, these rates are going to be around forever. You can always refi, get out of the damn thing. And life goes on. So uh, in... Bottom line, real estate's fine. We need more listings. In fact, from last week, we decreased from 5,174 actives down to 49.80 as of today. That's a decrease. So we didn't pick any new listings up in the last week. Well, for whatever reason. All right. So what's the rates? Well, we are working on the listings. We're doing a huge campaign to help that. So the rates, you're looking at a 30-year conventional at 6.5%. You're looking at a 15-year fixed at 6.05%. Your 30-year FHA is 6.5%, and your VA is 6.5%. The VA, um, the VAs, the arms are up right now, Mark. You know, they're generally your 5-1 your five and your 7-1 are running around 6, and you're paying about a point. So... I remember a couple of years ago, they were like, like two. They were at two, and everybody was afraid of them. But, um, yep. you know, I'm going to, my prediction is going to be come November, the end of November, the rates are going to drop a little bit. They We've seen a little bit 
um, of this past week with the rates dropping. So I think we're, we're going to be on a good path, and I'm just going to put that out there to we're the universe. It, we're still in good shape. We're in great I shape. Told a, I, I told a class last week that I locked in at 13% on my first house, <laughs> and they were like, oh, they couldn't believe it. I'm, I said, well, you got to read your history books. Right. Anyway, so we're in good shape. So with that, you're listening to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, all positive, all the time. We'll be right back. On behalf of the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union, we hope you're enjoying Good News in Real Estate with Deanne Katsaris and Mark Cumberland. The Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours. Hi, welcome back to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHD All Positive. All the time. Where are we at, Deanne? So, Mark, we are up to your funny story. So, the CEO was out jogging Brian Monahan from the Bank Bank of America was out jogging without his guards. All of a sudden a man with a ski mask jumped out from behind the bushes with a gun. The mask said, Give me all guy said, give me all your money. Unwilling to do so, Monahan said, You can't do this. He goes, I'm the CEO of Bank of America. The man looked at him and replied, he goes, oh, never mind, give me back my money. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you were able to put a name in there. <clears throat> I knew who the CEO is. CEO. There you go. There you go. If you have a funny story, send it to 8029 at Comcast.net or give us a call at 267-266-5501. And now it is time for the Mortgage Mom segment with the Ann Katsaris from Green Tree Mortgage. And her topic is eight things you should know about a USDA loan. It was just a matter of time. It's eight things you didn't know. Sorry. I, was on a, I was on a streak there, man. Yeah, you with a two-show streak, you were doing great. <laughs> All right. So not everyone understands what the USDA loan is or how it works. And basically, the USDA loan is an agricultural loan, loan where it's a less populated area. So if right. you see some cows or golf courses... Generally, that's... I see cows um, all the time, right around the corner from my house. <laughs> Fox Chase so Farm. You, all right. Well, maybe you're in a USDA area. But it's a, it's a home-designated area that covers several rural and suburban locations. So I want to go over the eight things that you didn't know. All right. One of them is that USDA mortgages can be with no money down. So it's 100% financing. So USDA... A, mortgages require no down payment. So when you buy the house and you use a USDA mortgage to finance it, you can literally close with no cash whatsoever. Even your closing costs can be rolled into the loan. So you're literally showing up with a pen and your driver's license and signing on the dotted line. That's a good deal. The, the number two thing is that the USDA loans are guaranteed. So what that means is that when you get a USDA loan, the U.S. Department of Agriculture guarantees your lender that your payments will be made. This security allows lenders to provide competitive interest rates on these loans as well. That's a good thing. N number three, USDA loans allow down payment gifting. So the third thing you may not know about USDA loans is that although the USDA home loan can be a no money down program, you can put money down to lower your monthly payment, but you don't have to come up with the down payment on your own. In fact, 
The down payment can come from a charitable organization, a parent, a grandparent, or any other family member. Right. Number four, the USDA mortgages are fixed rate only. So we've been talking about, you know, how arms can fit into some people's um, program right now or better suit their needs. But the USDA mortgages, you can only get a 15-year fixed or a 30-year fixed. There are no adjustable rate mortgages, which is, which is also known as arms. So they're not available to the home buyers through the USDA loan program. You're on the edge of the seat, aren't you? This is some I good am. stuff. I am captive audience. Number five, <laughs> buyers can finance $27,500 in home improvements with a USDA loan. So that allows the the home buyer not only to borrow 100% of the purchase price plus another $27,500 on top of that for repairs and home improvements. Now, I know what you're asking, Mark. How did they come up with that number? The government. (laughs) (laughs) We're here to help. (laughs) These are allowable repairs. They can include things like replacing a roof, remodeling for accessibility for handicapped persons, or even making energy efficiency improvements to a house. So 27,000. 27,500. It's a really weird number. Uh, I wanted to address that before you brought it up. All uh, right, are you ready for number six? Yes. All right. USDA mortgages are very easy to refinance. So if you have a USDA loan, we can do what's called a streamline refinance to get approved. You only have to show that you've paid your mortgage on time for the past 12 months and that the the refinance is going to lower your payment by at least 50 bucks a month. You refi back into a USDA? No, if you have a USDA loan, you'll refinance into another USDA loan with a streamlined refinance, just like we did with the FHAs, except the only difference is... We have to make sure that it's lowering your payment by 50 bucks and that you've made the payments on time. All right. All right. Ready for number seven? Yeah, I thought you were going to explain the 27500 No, we, we moved on from that. Oh, the USDA <laughs> mortgages allow below average credit rating. So the seventh thing that you might not know is that USDA's official mortgage rule book says that home buyers must have a credit score of 640 to get approved, right? but it will approve home loans for buyers with credit scores below a 640 on a case-by-case basis. All right. So number far, eight, so good. Number eight, it gets better. <laughs> USDA loans can be assumed. You know what happens when you assume, yes. but US, USDA loans can be assumed by someone else, and that means that it can be passed along to future buyers of your house. So with the same interest rate. So imagine five years from now, selling your house with its current interest rate intact. Your home could be a lot easier to sell because it's already at a low mortgage rate. Maybe. Could be a good thing. So if you're looking for a home in a more rural area, rural area, (laughs) and you meet the credit and income qualifications, you may actually benefit from the USDA loan. So we can go over more details 
of exactly how the USDA program works. Um, you have a small monthly um, mortgage, instead of mortgage insurance like we have with FHA, it's actually a monthly payment and it's 0.350 of whatever the monthly payment is instead of 0.850. So it's a very good program. Um, Green Tree Mortgage Company LP has actually been the number one lender in New Jersey for the USDA loans going all the way back since 2017. So it's a very good program. If anybody- It's prob- probably due to us. Has any program? Because we're the number one, we're the number one talk show. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) But if anybody has any questions, you can feel free to give me a call at 609-605-7153. All right. So we're up to the question. So what's the first question? The first question is, should I sell my current property before buying a new one? You know, this this one's actually uh, one of my uh, assistants is actually doing this right now. And she's nervous because as soon as our house goes on the market where she lives, there's no inventory. There's maybe in that zip code, 10 houses. So that's what she's all freaked out about because somebody's going to offer something on her house before she could get something else. And there's not that much to look at due to the inventory issues. But you can always handle that situation by extending out the settlement date. You know, if the buyer really wants the house and they put an offer in today, uh, you know, in October, and you say, listen, I can't find anything at the moment, but I, I like your offer. I like you. I'll take it, but you got to give me to maybe end of December. But if I find something before that, we can always settle earlier. And the buyers might go, okay, no problem. Yeah, because you can also put that in the contract. Settlement in the contract says right. on or before. But you can also put in there, seller must find suitable housing. Yeah, but the contract already says on or before. So if you don't find something by December 30th, you ask for an extension, but at least you got that much time and you'll find something. Everybody, every, there's house, more houses are going to be sold in 22 than 21. More houses were sold in 21 than 20. And the same thing with 20 and 19. Every year it's been going up in purchases. So you're going to find something. They're out there. Somebody's moving in Philly Metro. There's 6.7 million people live in Philly Metro, taken in the counties. Somebody's moving. Okay. So, the next the question next is, should I do a home inspection? Yes. I think we had this last week. Yep. This last week. Yeah. Even if I do a spec piece and I'm going to flip it, I get a home inspection because it's a weasel clause. You know, if for me as an investor... If I change my mind for whatever reason, I could just say I write a letter. Uh, I got to pay for the home inspection, make it legit, and then I just write a letter back saying to the seller after review of the home inspection, I no, no longer want to buy the property. Please return my money. You don't have to right. give no explanation or nothing. But if you're a regular buyer, definitely get a home inspection. They don't end up. They give you an owner's manual. They go through everything, for how to turn on the water, the, every a tour of your house. So at least you'll have knowledge of what's good, what's bad. And, you know, most of the time, the home inspectors, I, I always tell them, you know, don't scare the hell out of them. They're, they're, they want to buy this house. You know, you get someone with that big Wawa coffee and they go <laughs> nuts trying to impress. Right. And that's the weird thing about this. They're trying to oppress you. It is. You're right. In case, you know, one of your friends is buying and will hire them. Like, what are the odds of that? But, you know, they get all fired up with that big 
double 20 ounce coffee and then pick out every little thing in the house. And my buyers were like, we love this house. And they're like, oh my God. <laughs> anyway, all right, give us the next one. All right, next one yeah, is should definitely. I do a final yeah, walkthrough? make sure yes. the house is still Without there. Without a doubt. I had one that burnt down night before settlement one time. You want to make sure the house is still oh there and nobody's living in there and it's broom swept and empty. Uh, yeah, and utilities are still on. Yes, you want to do a walkthrough. Go ahead, what's the next one? All right, next one. Um, how many houses should I view before purchasing one? I don't know. I always tell my buyers that it might be the first house you might get lucky. And they always get surprised when I say that to them. Their eyes open up and they go, well, I would never buy the first house I look at. I said, but what if that's the one? What if we went and looked at 18 houses and it, we, you didn't buy that one, that first one that you looked at and you regret it? You can't, there's a lot of luck in real estate. Yeah, but Mark, that's like, there is a lot of luck, but it's like, should I marry the first guy I kiss? I mean, come on. You got to see what's out there. Yeah. How long? How long? How many guys you got to kiss? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not. I'm stopping right there. All right. So, it, <laughs> all right, all right. Check right. us out. So there were some decent questions. So with that, you're listening to Good News and Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. All positive all the time. We'll be right back. Deanne and Mark are halfway through this week's edition of Good News in Real Estate, presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours. When the show returns, more real estate news from around the Delaware Valley. This program is paid for by Jacob Media Partners. All right, welcome back to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, all positive, all the time. So where are we at, Deanne? So, Mark, we are up to our guest segment. Yes. And I'm so excited to have Joanna from Somerset Villages here. She is the project manager, um, along with the CEO, along with the agent, along with the, 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 the she does it all. Um, she is truly amazing. But I want her, um, she, we had her on the show a couple weeks ago, and I actually went out to um, the construction site and saw what was going on. So I want to give some updates and and have Joanna give us some updates where we are because it's it's truly exciting and it's definitely going to help the inventory issue in Philadelphia. Definitely. So Welcome, how are you, Joanna. Joanna? Thank you. Hi, everyone. Um, so some updates that we have going on with uh, Somerset Village. Uh, we have three different types of layouts. We have our Wiltshire, which is our single family. Um single family home. We also have the Devon and the Bristol, which is, um, the upper and the bottom units, uh, of the, our condo, uh, buildings. Um, we have single, uh, seven single family homes or seven Wiltshires, uh, already up and the exteriors being put on with, uh, on the outside of them. We also have five of the condo buildings framed, um, soon to have exteriors to put on them, and we are already starting framing on the next five uh, condo buildings as well. So in the end, we'll have a total of about 160 units um, wow. at the end of this project that will include um, apartments, other condos, um, some more uh, row homes, um, all together. There's also going to be commercial space, um, which is exciting as well. And what square footage of commercial space? Um, that will be at the bottom of the entire unit. That is 
something uh, I am not 100% sure of yet because plans adjust and that'll be in phase D. That's the last yeah. phase. Yeah, that's right. the last phase. So, yep. I can't give you a, an exact just yet for that. Right. To be determined. Yeah. But Mark, when you go up to Joanna, I was in the condo, right? We went up to the third floor. Yes. Right? So they have an elevator that's going to be optional. For the second. Well, those are the condos, the first, second, and third floor. But the third unit has to agree to, right, has to choose the elevator. Is that how it works? So it's two units in the condo. So there's the bottom unit, there's the Bristol, which has uh, first and second floor. And then you have the Devon, which is the third and fourth with a rooftop on top of that. That's Um, cool. So the, the Devon, the top, the upper condo actually has an option of putting an elevator in there. Um, so you don't have to schlep all your groceries up those stairs, (laughs) (laughs) but you know, going, going and seeing the project. I mean, Joanna's talked about it a lot, but it is absolutely, it's so cool. The rooftop deck, Mm. I mean, just overlooks the entire skyline of Philadelphia. It's amazing. And it's, and it's huge. I mean, Mark, you could have the band up there playing, set up a bar and still have at least, I don't know, 40 people there. Yeah. It's amazing. And it has, it's absolute. It has a view of the Ben Franklin bridge and, uh, skyline of Philly. It has, um, I believe fireworks are, it's going to, yep. it's going to be quite a view when fireworks are going off. So that's cool. Absolutely. Beautiful. So the, the great thing is we're going to be um, we're going to be setting up an open house, and that's going to happen probably in November. November, December, we'll have an open house and a brokers open as well, and a brokers open. So you got to come out and check it out. And and right now you're still you can go through and see you know the the drawings and the remnants of of all the condos and the row homes. Um, you're going to have options to be able to pick out some of your upgrades. Um, a lot of it can be totally custom made, and there's. You should look at them now because there's a lot of incentives as far as on the price points. Um, if somebody goes under contract now, gets pre-approved um, with Green Tree Mortgage, and then goes under contract, there's definitely some huge incentives to do that now. We actually talked about that last week. There was a question, should I buy a house that's not even built yet? But you know, in these kind of scenarios, they're very Joanne's group's very organized. You're going to have good renderings of exactly what it's going to look like. And then you can have some input into certain things as they build. Right. Yeah. And Joanna, this isn't the first project um, that you guys have done. No, it's not. Right? No. Um, we, so we did one in Old Kensington as well. It was slightly smaller with uh, seven units, um, but uh, it's, it's they weren't custom either. Um, but it's not our first project that we worked on in the city. And, and you can tell, cause you guys actually, you know, I mean, she really knows what she's doing. We just did a photo shoot out there, um, last week, which I don't know, she was a natural. Um, but we did, there's going to be a whole spread on the, ma- on real producers magazine, um, an article about Joanna and about Somerset villages showing you some of the pictures. And then you can also go onto my Facebook page for Deanne Katsaris. And I actually did, um, you know, obviously it's not professional, but I kind of walked through some of the units to be able to, you know, give you an idea of what they look like. And it was really cool. What's the, uh, date of total completion. 
What's the date? I'm sorry, yeah. I didn't hear that. Uh, what are you shooting for? Um, we don't have an exact date just yet. We're working on selling the first ones and seeing how that goes because everything you have to sell to then build the next ones. Um, so right. everything's going to be reinvested into the what next about, building. Uh, Tax rebate is uh, you got a tax rebate on this yes, program. Yes, there's a ten year tax rebate. Yeah, the city should not get rid of that. Then. Yeah, that's it's a huge incentive, yeah. and we're she's looking to have the model done. Not that I'm jumping in and talking to everybody, but the, that model should be done um, end of November, beginning of December, and she's actually going to be set up there so you can set appointments. You can go through and walk through some of the um, some of the units and get a real feel. Plus, we're gonna you're gonna have all the um, the upgrades, right? So, if Joanna, something that was, you, are you getting calls already? I am getting a few calls and a few. I emails. figured that. I figured that because you know, and and that neighborhood's changed so much for the better, and with this lack of inventory, you know, and that's convenient. That's not a bad location, uh, public transit wise, neither, because you can get to the L easy. So, if you work in town, close to ninety five. So everything, and it's, yeah, it's easy to get to. And there were, there were churches, there was about three or four churches. It's right across the street from a park, um, which is all lit up as well. So it, yeah. it was really nice. I was, a great I was extremely impressed. And a lot of good bars in that neighborhood too. I was just going to say, we hit, <laughs> we hit a couple bars on the way home and, uh, the Philadelphia Brewing Company. Mm -hmm. And then we ended up having lunch at Soraya's, which was a Mediterranean place. He's at Richmond and Allegheny. Great crabs. I go. He's been there forever. Yeah. So we're gonna go. We're gonna go actually on Thursday. So maybe we'll go to that place and check it out for lunch. Yes, that's cool. So Joanne, tell everybody what's the website that they can go to for information. Everyone can visit SomersetVillage.info. I'm actively updating all the information that's on there as we go along. I try to throw in some pictures of current state of the construction site um, and just any upgrades that we have available. Those are going to be on that website as well. So any information, any details you want to have on there. Um, I also have a spot where you can contact me on that through that website. So it's a good place to check out. Give a phone number out too. I do have my phone number. It's 267 Three nine seven six zero one nine, and Joanne is actually um, an agent with Century Twenty One Veterans, so she's going to be able to help you through all the contracts and get everything done as well. And she's working with this really amazing mortgage person that can help you get pre-approved as well. So um, she's my favorite mortgage person. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So uh, what's the what? Uh, how about last question? Is there a price range? Yes. So we have uh, our the wheelchair, our single family home is five ninety nine, um, and then we have the condos. The top, the upper, the Devon is at five five thirty, um, and the Bristol, the bottom one is four eighty. And they, there's also They'll plenty of parking. There's garages that, that come yeah. along with, you know, with all of the units. So yes, it's definitely, you got to come out and visit it. They're going to sell quick. They are going to sell quick. Oh. No doubt about it. If I was you, Joanna, I'd start looking for another piece of ground <laughs> for the next we one. We already are. <laughs> we already, right, I think we already found one for 250 so we'll see. All right, cool. Awesome. So thanks. Thank you, jo Joanna. Thank you for being on the show once again and for the update and 
we'll have you come on pretty frequently just to keep us updated on the project itself. Thank you so much, Deanne and Mark. Right. It was a pleasure. Thank you. You're very welcome. Good. Keep us up to date. And coming up next is going to be our topic of the day and 20 home renovations that will hurt your home's value. Very good. I'm going to try to find myself a buyer for one of them. <laughs> so with you that, should buy one. So with that, you're listening to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, all positive all the time. Good day. Good News in Real Estate with Deanne Katsaris and Mark Cumberland is proudly being provided by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours. Deanne and Mark will have more in a moment, but first, a message from one of our home team partners, Green Tree Mortgage. How much do you qualify for? Ask Deanne now at MortgageMom.net. All right, welcome back to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHD, all positive all the time. So where are we at, Deanne? So, Mark, we are <laughs> up to our topic of the day, which is 20 home renovations that will hurt your home's value. That was a good segment with Joanne. I'm going to go down and look at them. I saw your video, but I think they're going to fly off the shelf. Yeah. It's, and things. And, the, and what she's doing with it is, I'm telling you, is so impressive. Cool. So let me get into this. 20 home renovations that will hurt your home's value. So your home isn't just a source of pride uh, and your place and where you relax. It's also investment in your family's future. And why it's natural to want to make improvements to increase the home's resale value, some renovations actually will cost you money in the long run because you see something as an improvement doesn't mean the potential buyer is going to feel the same way. Uh, one is lavish lighting fixtures. Sometimes people go crazy with all kinds of crazy lights whether it's seal-mounted, dining room hanging, pendulum, giant chandeliers, whatever. You know, just because you went in that lighting store and went nuts, it might not be some big thing that's going to increase the value to your property. You know, whatever's in vogue today might look dated 10 years down the road when you're ready to sell. And so, you know, lighting, fortunately, lighting can be switched easily out at a low cost. Too much wallpaper. Now, my drummer in my band does wallpaper he has a painting a high-end painting company and there's a lot of people getting wallpaper right now but he tells me some of these people pick out some crazy patterns you know with patterns texture wallpaper can be overwhelming design choice for your home plus it's notoriously difficult to remove home buyers might view wallpaper removal as potential headache which the first flip i ever did had wallpaper and somebody talked me into removing it and it went on forever uh, fresh paint, neutral colors are always a good idea to stage your home. If you do have wallpaper, think about whether it's beneficial to remove it, repaint the walls before any showings, unless it's really nice. Uh, textured walls and ceilings can also be an issue. Remember that fad? The, what was it? What do you call when you used to Popcorn ceiling? Popcorn ceilings. Holy moly. Everybody had them. <laughs> and just like wallpaper, texture on the wall, ceilings, it's difficult to remove. Simply knowing that time-consuming projects you know, can be a problem that could turn some people off. Like in the convent, this guy that had the house before me went nuts with stucco, like on the ceilings where you had swirl marks. The swirl, and it, yeah. <laughs> and like a half inch thick. And, and on damp days with a lot of humidity, every once in a while, a chunk would fall off the ceiling. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Quirky tiling. Any over-personalized renovations can hurt the value of home, especially something like tile, which requires more effort to replace. And, you know, many buyers like to upgrade the floors in their home. Adding tire wood can make an improvement to the value unless you get that person 
He wants the 1950s diner look and installs black and white tiles for vision. You know, you got some things are going to turn somebody on. And, you know, and then if you get stuck with it, you know, like I remember that guy I had and he was selling that made a compound and he had bars and pig pits and all that stuff in the back. No, and Mark, he thought I he, don't. You don't remember that guy? <laughs> no. Anyway, he was going to, he thought he was going to recoup all that money. And I had to have a heart to heart with him. And I told him, did you have it? Did you enjoy it? Did you have a good time? <laughs> yes. Well, move on. <laughs> Too much carpeting. And uh, uh, Realtor.com did a thing about carpet. And the new fad is a hardwood floors can increase the sale price up to 2.5% compared to hardwoods. Laminate carpet can quickly show signs of damage, plus colors, textures. I'm in the middle of selling a one with Curbio right now. And that's one of our decisions. We go to hardwood. We have one room we could carpet or we could put new hardwoods down. And I think we're going to go with hardwoods because they're just in this market and bright and bold painted colors. You know, I put, I've walked into houses with some bizarre coloring like somebody. Well, actually, when I was a kid, I painted my room black one time <laughs> when my parents were out. Painted the whole room black. And I then put like uh, the day glow. Black light Black stuff. Light. Oh I put God. stars and all. I painted right around the furniture, too. I didn't even move the furniture. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Well, it was back in the day. Extremely high-end kitchens. Now, this is surprising. The kitchen's often seen as the heart of home. It's project many homers save up for. But resale value of major high-end kitchen remodel is actually less than what you'll invest in it. However, in 2020, a national average for a major kitchen remodel was $68,409. But the resale value was only 40000 according to a site that does a lot of remodeling. Yeah, but so is avoid- that because the cost was inflated because or, of COVID? I don't know. No, no. To okay. avoid kitchen renovation mistakes that won't give you a return, try focus on which aspects of the kitchen are dated and worn. As attempting as it might be to consider selecting a mid-range appliance rather than an expensive high-end. Uh, luxury bathrooms, you got to be careful. Not everybody wants the jacuzzi tub. You know, some people just like the walk-in showers. You know, it comes down to personal taste. If you go too crazy and have uh, something elaborate, that might be a turnoff because bathrooms and kitchens are a big thing. Home office conversion, that's a big thing now. A lot of people are looking for that room. If you have that extra room to turn into the office, since there's so much remote work, which I don't think... We're ever, ever going to go back to the way it was. Right. You know, I mean, look at how many companies are having problems talking people to come back three days a week. And then combining bedrooms to create a bigger room. I've seen this happen where they, there was a three bedroom and they took a bedroom one wall down to make a giant big bedroom. And they ended up with a two bedroom house. And that's an issue. So there was a few more removing closets, sunroom additions. You know, the bottom line is you got to be careful. You got to be careful because not everything you're going to recoup. Uh, maybe I'll talk about some more next week. Yeah, add it on to next week because, right. Mark, we have um, coming up next is going to be our business segment with Asking Dr. A, and he's going to talk about prioritizing by the disc, part two. So right. welcome, Dr. A. Hi, uh, Hi Dr. Dan. Abelson. Hi, Mark. Yeah, good. And this, I listened to, uh, <laughs> to our show last week after the fact, too, and and now our our topic last week was the eighty twenty rule, which everything felt together. And we talked about these these four type of personalities of like getting the job done, 
But what is the job? What's the most important part of the job that you need to get done and how it affects these four types of personalities, correct? Well, part, I mean, if you want to, the issue regarding prioritization is going to be different depending on the style, which we talked about last time. But the issue becomes, let's look at the D. We almost always start at the D because it's the beginning of the disc. What happens with the D is they think they can do too much. So when it comes to prioritizing, it's kind of like putting 20 pounds of stuff into a five-pound bag. All right, The Ds are always trying to do that. So what happens is they have a hard time prioritizing because they try to, to prioritize it under, you know, this is what I'm going to do first, this is what I'm going to do second, this is what I'm going to do third, or this is on my A list, this is on my B list, this is on my C list. What, what these need to do is they, know, they need to learn how to say no when it oh, comes God. to prioritizing. All right. So what they need to do is they need to focus on those things that are really the most important and not just put it on their list. If it's not really important, what they need to do is they need to delegate it to somebody else. That's the best way to say no, is to delegate it to another staff person if you have another staff person. If you don't have another staff person, the best way to deal with it is to delegate it back to the person who's given it to you. For example, people have people in their lives who they love dearly. And when people ask them to do something, what do they say? Yes, dear. Okay. And then what happens is they put something else on their list. Well, the Ds are going to say that because they believe they can do everything and anything and they can get it all done, which isn't true. That's why Ds are typically good starters for lousy finishers because they're always starting something new. This is painful to hear. (laughs) Not for me. Not for me because I learned this lesson from him. And I have no problem saying no. And I tell the students when I teach my course, zero to 20 million, I said, one thing you have to learn is to say no. Because if you can't say no, you're going to get dragged into a bunch of stuff that, you know, it's going to make you emotionally feel good. But I get recruited and asked to do things all the time. I, if it's not something I really want to do, I have learned to say no. And we're still friends. No is all right. I actually wrote a song about it. It's called No is All Right. <laughs> you have to be able to say no or you're going to be running around like a chicken without a head. Right. Well, and a lot of these are. And what the trick is, is to give it to somebody else who's going to appreciate getting it in the first place instead of giving it to somebody else who's just saying yes to you, just like you said yes to somebody else. So it, it, it's important when you're reprioritizing who you're going to give it to so it actually gets done, okay, where you don't have to over-supervise them. So it's, it's, it's real important. Now, let's go to the eyes in the time that we have left. But with the eyes, what happens is they think that they can do anything when it comes to interacting with other people. Okay, so yep. they think they can persuade anybody to buy anything. So what will happen is they'll stay with the sale until tomorrow when the person told them yesterday they're not interested. Right. Yes, that's a bad. I know. I know a few. I have a few friends like that. Actually, the person was ready to say yes about four or five times, but they didn't stop back. <laughs> that's right. right? You've got to know when to say yes. You need to know when to be quiet. And eyes have, that's what they have the most difficult time doing. You know what? We're going to have to stop there. So now we did the D and the I. We'll pick up with the next S week and the we'll C do next the time. S and the C. If because that's, a, that's really important to understand this. That's why people should definitely get an Abelson disc and take one. And give us a holler at abelson.net. And we'll be more than happy to help you with consulting, with training, and with our assessments. I like this topic. If you have any questions, you can email them to Mark at 8029 at Comcast.net or give them a call at 267-266-5501. You can also email me at Deanne Katsaris 
or call me at 609-605-7153. And a special thanks to all of our listeners for tuning in every week. I had a couple interesting calls after last week's show. And our sponsors for keeping us on the air, October, in another week or so, at the end, we'll be on 14 years. We started in October 14 years ago. Wow. And so we hope you tune in every week at 1 o'clock here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. With that, have a great week. I'm Mark Cumberland. I'm Deanne Katsaris, your mortgage mom. You've been listening to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. All, all positive, positive, all, all the, the time. time. Thanks for listening to Good News in Real Estate, a Jacob Media production. If you're interested in learning more about the power of the radio hour, contact Joe Kraus at 267-261-3428. This program is paid for by Jacob Media Partners. All opinions or statements expressed on this program are solely those of Jacob Media or its guests and do not reflect the views of WPHT or Odyssey. Today's program is pre-recorded.